And welcome back to another episode of Scoop and Score. It's Tuesday afternoon on this rainy day. It's a little depressing here in the studio. Our teams went a combined 0-2-1 this weekend, which, as, as some of us are saying, a tie is worse than a loss. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking. Your mic, your mic's not on. But uh, <laughs> it's a big pack day. Villanova back on track, win against Oklahoma. We've got a little break from the Christmas music here on WXVU 89.1, The Roar. So stick with us all day or for the next 90 minutes. Here we go. And welcome back to another week of Scoop and Score. Uh, tough, as we said before, kind of a tough go uh, for the NFL for all of us this week. But uh, you guys want to start with that, get that out of the way? 
Push it to the push to the back. Yeah, sure. Let's uh let's start off with the NFL. Yeah, then we can transition into some college basketball, some college football, uh some World Cup action live right now. Crazy game this morning. Who's playing right now? Well, Spain and Morocco went to PKs, and Morocco defeated the Spaniards, and they are off to the, I guess, the quarterfinals, the Elite Eight, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what they call it, and I guess it's just the quarters, but they will play the winner of Portugal and Switzerland, which kicks off at two today. Spain didn't make one penalty shot. Not one penalty shot. Can you put the results of this game in football terms for those of us that don't follow soccer? Uh Pretty big, I'd say pretty big upset. The, uh, it's a big upset, yeah. It was, it was big. I'm trying to think, because now Ronaldo should have a path to the. Um, Morocco going in wasn't even expected to make the round of sixteen, I don't think, and now here they are in the elite eight. And a quarter, so it's yeah. like and it, Ronaldo's it, gonna play. So him. like like col- college basketball terms, this is like a thir- 12, 13 seed making like the elite eight. Whoa, yeah, it's like VCU, yeah. Sheesh. Like, and then like, they play like, yeah. Portugal next. Yeah. So it'd be like a VCU, like when they beat Kansas in the tournament. That's what this would be like well, if they could beat Portugal. Because I'm pretty sure Spain is a top Portugal's five. Portugal's not that good compared to France and Brazil and Argentina, but they're they're still better than Brazil. And they Morocco. have the GOAT. So it's like how the GOAT of their sport now just has the easiest path to the Final Four. Um, just like how Tom Brady they, has the easiest division ever. It, well, it, Spain Spain was the number seven team in the country going in. What's Portugal? And Morocco was uh, Morocco was number twenty two, so actually higher yeah, than, I than I thought. Morocco's better than I thought. Well, Portugal, if they beat Morocco, they'll have to play. I think they have to play France. So it's like, uh, yeah, which uh, is tough. France is, France is good. Actually, it, 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 so it's, it, like it's not Brady it's not as big of an upset. Easiest division ever. Somehow making the playoffs with a losing record. Denmark's the number ten team. Portugal, in the world. and then like beating. Well, Portugal has to beat. beating like primetime Kirk Cousins, so it's kind of an upset, but not really. And then having Sw- to face the Eagles. Switzerland, Switzerland is one of the tougher opponents for a top seed or top team this uh, round of sixteen. Like Sw- like yeah. Brazil faced South Korea. Like South Korea wasn't that good to begin with. Like Switzerland's good. Yeah, South Korea was number twenty eight in the world. So it, it's once you, I'm looking at these rankings. Once you get past around sixteen to eighteen, the teams aren't as good because. I didn't realize the Netherlands were top ten, but like obviously going in, everyone everyone either had Brazil, Belgium, Argentina, France, or England winning. Like the top, like there's a, a consensus top five. Italy missed out; they're number six. Spain, Netherlands, Portugal, Germany—they're like good teams that people thought. Then you got like Denmark, Croatia, Mexico, Uruguay, Switzerland, U.S., Senegal—like frisky team. And then I feel like after that, you got Iran, Serbia, Morocco. Not much was expected out of them. Japan, Poland. J- Japan put up a great fight yesterday. Yeah, another another PK game in Kova too. Yeah, I think the the most predicted final is probably Brazil and France. But I think the final that everybody wants to see is Argentina versus Portugal because yeah. Messi. This is Messi Ronaldo's last World Cup. Or it's either people want either Neymar, or Messi, or no, it, Neymar, yeah, yeah, Neymar. It'd be cool for Neymar to win because he's always been in the shadow of Messi and Ronaldo as like the third guy. And if he were to be able to push through in his last World Cup and win, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But as I mean, those are the big four. As Neymar, a believer that Ronaldo's the goat, I want Portugal. Ronaldo, to win. Messi, Mbappe is the youngest. Yeah. Mbappe. So. Isn't he eighteen? No, he is not. He was nine. I think he was eighteen last World Cup. I think he's like twenty three yeah. now. Oh. But he's on. He's pace. like he's like the Jason Tatum of soccer. Well, he's on pace. Like really, he's he was on, nineteen. He's once. on. He's on pace, and he probably will get it. He'll probably get have the most World Cups and goals. Of all time, 
because he's 23. I think he's already a seven. I don't know what the record is, but I think he's catching up. So mm-hmm. Mbappe will eventually have the most goals. So that's all the World Cup action. I guess, yeah, we'll pivot to NFL, somber NFL, week 13 for all of us. Um, I guess more so. I mean, it's still summer for me. At least you tied. I guess. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'll talk about the scenarios with the Giants in a bit, but if you guys want to start, <coughs> Jason or Clayton, you guys want to start with your team uh, first. If you want to start Clayton, with the Chiefs, you want to start with your you team? Can. You, sh- we don't, you There's not a lot to say about the Chiefs. Okay, then, sorry. We, we need to start with the Chiefs. Zach Taylor owns us. Okay. Uh, any uh, analysis? Moving on. It's everything the same. We don't have a good team. We have a quarterback, and that's it. Do you think you're on a, on a quarterback and a tight end? Do you think you're still in a center? Tight end and doing. Do you think you're still in a good path? Do you think you're All still right, Kelsey had one bad play. Come on, Kelsey. it lost us the game. Well, okay, but Kelsey had a, a terrible play, but he's still Travis Kelsey. But based on your schedule compared to the Bills' schedule, do you think you still have a good path to get to number one seat? If the Bills lose, the Bills the Bills play the Jets. <laughs> the Bills could lose. I well, I, I think Joe Burrow entered the MVP conversation with his game yesterday. He did. Oh my goodness, he did. Patrick Holmes is still far yes. and away the MVP. Not yeah, he, far and away now. Not I think. Hurts what do you mean? Co- not think, far and away. I think now. Hurts the only reason they were even in that game was because of Patrick Mahomes. I think he's still the front runner. I think Hurts. Based on so you just base it purely on a record? No. Did you watch the game? No, Hurts had like 400 yards against the Titans. Did you watch the game, or do you just look at box scores? I watched the game, yes. If you watch Bur- it, Burrow's, if you switch, Burrow's played very well. If you switch Burrow. Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, like the Chiefs are still, or Chiefs probably are nowhere close to where they are right I, now. I understand. If you switch Patrick yeah, but, Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, the Chiefs aren't making the playoffs. Yeah, but saying Burrow entered the conversation, Does like, it, like um, no, there's no, not, there's no, no I'm he, not even entertaining he, that conversation. He, he's still the heavy favorite, but. At the end of the day, three people get nominated, so you have yeah. to. I, Burrow, in my opinion, is now in the top three. He's right. So that means that he entered the conversation no, because no, he's going to conver- be nominated. The conversation is who's going to win, not who's going to be nominated. He entered the conversation to be you, nominated. You you he's have you have a, you have a conversation whether the it's season, really short or whether it's long about the three the people ends, that are no, nominated. That's simply what happens. Weeks. The season ends in six weeks. We have a long way to go. Mahomes, yes, is the front runner, but it's Mahomes, Hurts, and Burrow. That's that's the top three right now. I don't see how they could have caught up. I don't know what they did to catch up. Because exactly. Mahomes was so far ahead of them that one week, if one week is catching up, then you're just going off of recency think, bias I, to the max. I think media put Mahomes ahead. I think I think it was always I think Hurts was always in it. And if you switch back. if you switch Jalen Hurts well, and Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs are not a playoff team and the Eagles are undefeated. Well, I think Eagles could be the best team of all Mahomes, time. It was Mahomes, Hurts, and t- people were putting Tua in there and. To a play that was that was ridiculous. I mean, the Niners defense is like the best in the league now. But then and then now Burrow's back in it. Um, I think it's still Mahomes to run away with, but it's not over. Like MVPs are not over in week thirteen. You still have a couple weeks to go. And if Mahomes, Mahomes has an easy, I mean, Joe Burrow should not even be top. He's not top three. He's maybe five. He's yes, he's, he's maybe top three. five. Who, who, who else? Tyree Kill and Justin Jefferson should be it over Joe Burrow. Otherwise, we're just saying it's the best quarterback. And it's not the best quarterback; it's the most valuable player. That's pretty much the best quarterback. But that's like how Stetson Bennett is now nominated for yeah. a Heisman. That's absolutely ridiculous. That's, I know he well, wasn't. He wasn't even a top five quarterback. Well, it's become the best quarterback on the best team. That's that's what these Heisman and MVP awards have been. Then it's stupid. Then why are we even having this conversation? Because it doesn't even matter. Then doesn't really matter. I mean, no. I mean, look, the MVP. The MVP. I mean, Bur- Burrow had he didn't have Mixon in that game the past two weeks. Chase was also hurt, so people were saying at the start of the year like Burrow, like Burrow's a little overrated because he has Jamar Chase. And then when Chase is out, he's still winning games. Then when his top five running back, the people are saying that elevates Burrow when he's out, he's still winning games. Yeah. So it's I I I feel like you have to respect Joe Burrow thir- in the he conversation. He scored thirteen points against the Browns. 
I'll give Bird. He scored uh, yeah. 17 points against the Ravens. People have bad games. 20 points against the Steelers. Patrick Mahomes lost to the Colts. People have bad games. That wasn't because of Patrick Mahomes, though. That's a bad loss. <laughs> no, no, I don't mean, you put 17. I'll give Burrow cre- 17 points against the Colts. I'll give Burrow credit that I'll give Burrow his offensive line that's, is really that's bad. That's not good. The Colts don't have a good defense. His offensive line is really bad, Burrow. So uh, they are. They looked fantastic against the Chiefs. They, the Chiefs had no pressure all day. If we're going to be saying that he's good because of offensive line is bad, then you can't use this game as the reason for that. The Chiefs because his offensive line was fantastic. Frank Clark, nothing. Look, you're Carl Loftus, nothing. Naughty, nothing. Chris Jones was the only one, and Dunlap made one play. No. So to say to say that Joe Burrow is the MVP because his offensive line is well, bad, not, you cannot use the Chiefs then as an example of why he should win MVP. I'm not saying his. I'm not look. The, the, I'm not saying the offensive line is the reason why he should win. He should be in the conversation. He shouldn't win. Mahomes should win right now. He shouldn't be in the conversation. He's the fifth best player. Maybe, maybe worse than that. He's the top. Well, well, j- j- just. I, Over the past few years, the MVP is a quarterback-driven award, just like the Heisman. So you have to say the top three quarterbacks are don't the conversation. Ha- you don't have to say that. Yes, you do. Because, I'm not going to say because, that because they're going to be the three people that are on the that are the three finalists. I think just because the media tells you what something should be doesn't mean you have to agree with that. But but I I'm saying there's a conversation at the end of the year the between three people. So you yeah. have to say the three people that are the favorites for MVP right now are Mahomes, Hurts, and Burrow. But yeah. that we don't have to agree that that should be the case. No. We can say no, that should be I'm, other I, things. Yeah, I'm I'm not agreeing. You're that, the one that, saying that Burrow needs to be in the conversation now. He Burrow does. Burrow he does. is in the conversation because you just put him in the conversation. No, he's because in it's conversation. a it's a quarterback driven award based on the people that have he's, been nominated in the past few years. Whether you agree or not, the three finalists will be a quarterback. Oh, okay, so those so are the sure. people you're every have single a quarterback about. then is in the conversation because every quarterback could win it. No, no right no, now there's there's three people win. that are above anybody else. Like no, easily. right now there's two people that are above everyone else, and then a third that's barely there. Burrow? Yes. And he shouldn't even be because Jefferson and Hill are better than him and more valuable to their team than he is. Man, you hate Joe Burrow for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I hate blindly following what the media tells me to follow. I don't think the media once has put Joe Burrow in this conversation right now. I, I So he's not in the conversation. So I'm Jason is the only one. You and Jason are the I'm only two people him putting him in the conversation. He's, he, he, I, I guarantee and he's not in the I, conversation. I, I guarantee you I, I eventually put him in the no, conversation. I, I guarantee you right now if you looked at the odds, he would be – in the top three, I I guarantee you right now. If would. you look at MVP odds, he's top three right I, now. I, yeah, I think he would be too. I think it'd be it, the top four and odds are probably Allen, Hurts, Mahomes, Burrow. Yeah, maybe like that doesn't mean that that's who are the most valuable players though. And if we're gonna have a conversation on who's the most valuable players, of course, of course, then let's go by who's actually the most valuable we're players, having, not by who Vegas thinks should win the award. Of course, Tyreek Hill's had a great season, but like. It's obviously this QB like award now is MVP, so he's well, not. It, then it, let's say who's the like, best quarterback. Let's not say is, who is the most no, valuable who, it, player. It, it's at quarterback wins MVP, and then offensive yeah, player offen- of the year. You win like like, it's it's a, super, like that's a super award. It's, offensive it, player of the year. It's like non QB award for because because uh, offense player of the year is going to be either Hill or Jefferson. Hill Jefferson has to be. Yeah, James, right, right now, Hill Hill, Hill should be the favorite because he's he's elevated to his play to a degree that. Yeah, Hill. I mean, having Hill and Waddle is just insane on the same offense. I mean, look, I bet Mahomes to win MVP a couple weeks ago, so hopefully he doesn't win lose for me. But you know, and (laughs) uh, let's see, NFL MVP odds. This is according to DraftKings. Let's see, Mahomes is Mahomes was minus one sixty. He's now plus one twenty five. So he actually went down in in MVP odds. Hertz was at plus three fifty. He's now plus one seventy five. 
So Hertz closed the gap. Burrow was at plus 1,400. He's now third at plus 600. Tua is fourth, and Josh Allen's fifth. Geno's sixth. Do you think Tua is the fourth Jack's best? Jack's seventh, and Tyreek's eighth. Do you think Tua is the fourth best MVP odds? Do you think that's right? I think Tua is probably fifth or sixth. Best Jason, MVP. where do you think Tua ranks? Tua shouldn't even be in the conversation. Okay, so then why in the world are we looking at odds? I think Tua Because be we don't agree with odds, but then you agree with odds when you want to put Joe Burrow there. That's what you guys are doing. Tua is Tua. I, I, I I personally think two is severely overrated, but I understood, like a few weeks ago, why people were having the conversation about it because you like. Do you still think he, he should be? No, I'm still fourth. It's still I still think there's five weeks left to play, so anything can happen. I'm talking about right now, week thirteen. Two is like fifth or sixth, maybe. No, he's but he's fourth. He's fourth in MVP odds, but That's, I think he's, he's he should be in the conversation. He's fourth. He should be in the conversation. He'll no, get, he shouldn't. He absolutely should not be in the conversation. Look, you he, think Tua Tagovailoa should be at, in the MVP conversation? Well, it's t- well, look. Have he, you watched him play like the last three weeks? He played the, Did he, you watch him play against the 49ers? The Niners have the best defense in, in a while, according to like every statistical measure. So, I, well, who do the, uh, they play? The Chargers next week. That's a big game in terms of their playoff implications. They're on prime time. Chargers don't have a really good secondary. We'll see if the Dolphins, uh, or Tua specifically, can can win that game. I mean, yeah, look, if you take away – look, MVP is the best QB, but, like, I'm not sitting here saying Tua is, like, a top-five quarterback because if you take away Tyreek Hill from the Dolphins, what is Tua right now? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, well, it's, l- looking at, at what Burrow's done after his first two games where he was terrible, he threw – the first game he threw four picks, then he threw for under 200 yards. Since then, he's only thrown four interceptions the whole year. And he, he – But this is a season-long award. That's what I've been saying. I've been saying there's plenty of weeks left to play. No, but you have to. T- you can't just like negate his early weeks. Who? Joe Burrow. You have two two rough games. I, yeah, I he had a, he had a bad game as week one, but he, he's bounced back ever since. I mean, they're hot right now. They're really hot right now. The, the Bengals. Like they're a formidable opponent. They really are. Like that's a good group. And now a chase back. It'll elevate Burrow to to be even better. So. I think it's still Mahomes' award to win. And Mahomes, who do who the Chiefs play? Don't they don't they play the Raiders twice? Uh, they oh, play no, the, you play the Broncos. They play twice, the Broncos so. twice. <laughs> Raiders once. Broncos have a good defense. They do have a good defense, but you know, if the, you, if the Broncos had the offense of the Steelers, they'd be a playoff team. You know, the, looking at point mm, per game metrics. Well, you know, the Broncos are not scoring. Like 10 statistically, points. like looking at points per game, if they put up the right. points per game that the Steelers do, they would be a playoff team based Pure, on win loss. Purely game. points per game. The Steelers' offense is terrible. The Steelers' offense is terrible, and. Like if the Broncos had that offense, they'd be a playoff team. That's how good their defense is. <laughs> yeah, you're That's right. That's crazy. Yeah, I right. think they'd be a division winner if they had, like, uh, the Lions defense. Well, up until two weeks ago, if they scored, what was it? You mean the Lions 18 offense? Points yeah, Lions a game, Lions offense. 18 points a game, they would have only had one or two losses on the year, I think, the Broncos. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's, it's really bad. So... I guess the Chiefs talk was more of MVP talk. Clay didn't get much analysis on the game. It, I mean, I can just replay what I've said every single game so far this season. It's the same story. Our GM's terrible. Our coaches are not good. We have a quarterback. And sometimes that quarterback's not good enough when his tight end fumbles the ball away. So are you out on Kelsey after that game? I'm, no, I'm not out on Kelsey. I'm out on the Chiefs. But the Chiefs aren't good enough to win a Super Bowl. We're not good enough to beat the Bengals. We're not good enough to beat the Bills. We're not good enough to beat the Dolphins. 
Uh, you're gonna figure that out. They, well, they didn't have a defense. We don't have a defense either. We had zero pass rush. Last year, last year you got killed by the Bills in the regular season, and then. Beat Frank, them in the playoffs. Frank Clark is the second highest paid player on the team, and he is doing absolutely nothing. Nothing. Uh, yeah, the Bills. He was a no show. The Bills and the Bengals beat you, but I'll always take the Chiefs if the game's at Arrowhead. I think the Chiefs should the, deserve the, the Bills beat us at Arrowhead. The Bengals beat us last year at Arrowhead in the playoffs. And the Bills lost to you at Arrowhead in the playoffs. The Bengals did win, yes. But Bengals are the team to look out for. The Bengals are like. Well, so somehow Zach Taylor look, just. The Chiefs, the, Zach Taylor finds a way Chiefs, to outcoach the Chiefs every single The Chiefs. The, every single NFL coach should find a way to outcoach the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Get, the Chiefs get the best of everybody. Everybody's going to bring it. They're going to have their best game plan. They're going to go out and they're, you know, like balls to the wall. The Chiefs are going to get the best of every single opponent. You got to respect that, at least. And you've you got to come out playing, especially in the playoffs. So we'll see. It, it's, it's a wide open AFC, I think. Even though I think you have three contenders, like really good contenders, Bengals, Bills, Chiefs. Bengals, Bills, Chiefs have elevated themselves over the rest of the AFC. Do- like I, the like the Dolph- have? I like the Dolphins offense with them, but I, the Dolphins defense is way worse than those three. I think the Chiefs have the worst defense. The Dolphins, the Mike McDaniel's a good enough coach. He will destroy Eric Bieniemy offensively. I, sh- uh, yeah, well, I don't trust a rookie head coach in the playoffs. Is, we'll see. I don't know. Well, I mean, we have a track record of Eric Bieniemy. They could still, they could still, nothing. they could still miss the playoffs. They're gonna watch out for their, uh, their, their. Why schedule. do you think the Bills haven't elevated themselves as like one of the top teams? In the I AFC? mean, because we were saying when they lost to the Vikings, like, man, they can't beat the Jets, they can't beat the Vikings, they can't beat the Dolphins, and then like, like we were thinking, yeah, the Chiefs are on a whole nother tier, and then they beat the Browns, Lions, and Patriots, and all of a sudden we're like they're back. Like, I just have to see them beating. They play the Jets, they play the Dolphins, they play the Bengals. I agree with that. Next I, four weeks, like I agree with that. At that point, I'll be like, okay, yeah, they have actually gotten better. I agree instead of they're just playing terrible teams. I agree with that. Yeah, they didn't look great against the Lions. Well, it, it like it's also people were saying that they lost those two games, but there were also a lot of other people that were saying the Bills are still very good, and then basically got laughed at when they blew out the Titans, they beat the Ravens on the road, they lost a very tough game at the Dolphins when it was what it was like a, over a hundred degrees. Beat the Chiefs on the road in Arrowhead, and then lost very close games at the Jets in Versa Vikings. Uh, their their three losses are three very good losses. They have some very good wins, and now they they face the Jets and the Dolphins in the, in the next two weeks. While you can see Josh Allen's getting more healthy, and while not great teams, yeah, I mean, they still struck together against the Jets. No, he was. Well, he yeah, just like on the last play. Of the yeah, game. but it's also it's he still was healthy the whole game. It, it's and a three seventeen points. It's a three point loss to the Jets, who have a top five defense in the NFL. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so they they played a top five defense and scored seventeen points. I'm I'm just saying, like we sat here a month ago saying, like, are the Bills like not even on the same level as the like best teams in the AFC? Because they just lost twice, and now we're saying they're back and they've beaten absolutely nobody. I've I've I feel like a lot of people have said that. Like the whole time, they it was it it's been the Bills and the Chiefs yeah. atop the AFC, and like they, they're the team, like they were the teams that people have been talking about all year, and I feel like not that many people downgraded them. I feel like there was just some overreaction. Yeah, I, I just they're they have a tough schedule in the next four weeks. Let's see how they do that. I agree. And look, uh, are people still gonna, very well are, could be the are top people going to judge their success really? Uh, on the regular season, or they're going to really bank it on the playoffs. Obviously, you bank everything on the playoffs. Yeah. It's all banked on the they're playoffs. They're one of those teams that, like, okay, you got to, like, they have to perform in the playoffs. It's like one of those. Like, the, who, they're going to make the like they're gonna make the playoffs, obviously. So, same thing with the Chiefs. Like, you got to bank on their playoffs. Also, just when you think about the Bills, Josh Allen is n- 
I at the start of the year I was wrong. I said they were in the same tier. They're not. But Josh Allen is is in that second tier where if you if you watch the games and don't purely look at the score, you know that he has the ability to beat just about anybody. Where where he he has the, he Mahomes has more the ability. He somehow fi- finds a way to usually always win unless there's like a, a Travis Kelsey fumble. But Allen has some of those bad picks, but he also has that ability to make incredible plays at the end of the game. Playoff Josh Allen is him. As seen in the Chiefs regular Playoff season Patrick game. Mahomes is him. Like Playoff the Josh second half Allen. of the Ravens game last Playoff year in the playoffs against the Chiefs. What's Josh Allen's playoff record? Has Josh Allen uh, ever passed the second minus, round? Minus the record, the stats. The stats, the stats is his. The sure, but he, he doesn't win. Josh Allen scored with 13 seconds left. Yeah, that's too much time on the clock. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. That's too much time. Two generational I, I'm just saying, if you're going to say someone's him it's in the playoffs. It's Tom Brady, though. They have to at least like, make an AFC championship Thomas Patrick we, Brady we him Jr. As him. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. is him. Did you just make up those middle names? No, it's actually real. <laughs> I know Eli's a po- I know Eli's a son. You know, Josh Allen in the playoffs has <laughs> w- 1,700 yards, 14 touchdowns, and one pick in six playoff games in his career. He he hasn't been the one that has been losing the playoff. games. He's very good, yes, but he's not winning the playoff games. But and see, that's as what matters. That's why Brady's so good because he always somehow wins. Yes, and we'll see. They're gonna get Von Miller. That's, how, that's how Eli was good because like. I mean, he he wasn't amazing. He didn't really he, get he there. He won. He always won. He was bad in the regular season, but when he got to the playoffs, it was it was over. Yeah, he found out he found a way to win. That's the, what separates people at this level. You're the last person I Lamar I Jackson. Thought, I, you're oh, the last win. person I thought I'd ever hear use Brady to like. Brady's good to defend. Brady <laughs> finds a way to win. He won yesterday. <laughs> I counted him out. I'm I thought he was done. <laughs> so are are you backing on Brady now? After after that whole like note sheet about how no he's I still so think he's super lucky and to say that that he's the greatest of all time is a little I don't think he's better than Peyton Manning I think he's good I don't think he's better than Aaron Rodgers I don't think he's better than Patrick Mahomes on a talent level I think just saying he won six Super Bowls is dumb but he does find ways to or seven Super Bowls now is dumb yeah he's not the most talented quarterback obviously but I think if you plug in a lot of other quarterbacks into a situation he wins. Like a lot of other quarterbacks could win the Super Bowl in two thousand one, two thousand three, and two thousand four on the Patriots. I think Drew Bledsoe wins those. I don't think Tom Brady wins if he doesn't have Drew Bledsoe. So I I think it's wrong to be like he won seven Super Bowls. Dak We're Prescott giving him the goat Dak because of Prescott that. But I think there are other ways. A you fourth can round Dak Prescott doesn't get the starting job. But Tony Romo doesn't get hurt. So a lot of uh, sometimes you're lucky in the NFL if you get opportunities. Well, that a, don't. Yeah, Brock Purdy. He's about to win a Super Bowl. Brock Purdy may, if he has a good season, <laughs> could get a, a contract on another team. We could thank uh, Jets legend Mo Lewis for injuring Drew Bledsoe and starting that getting Tom Brady on the field. Dynasty, yeah. All right, you want to go? You want to talk about the Jets for a little bit? Uh sure. Or, I don't have much to say about the Giants. I just right. was going to talk about like now. The is it tie good? Tie is a tie. Uh, okay. Are you happy with the tie? Um, a, a tie. Well. It was a. I guess it was a. I don't like your must win can't lose, but I guess it works in this situation. I, this was a. What do you mean? What's wrong with my must win can't lose? Because well, you know must win and can't lose are like the same thing. But this was like <laughs> that, that's why it's in, funny. In Clay's <laughs> terms, in Clay's terms, I guess this was a can't lose. This was a can't lose. Yeah. Because a tie doesn't can't lose that game. Tie doesn't help or or hurt the Giants. It just it just makes that Washington game even more of a must yes. win. Ah, uh, is it, that a must it's win? It's a must I'd win. I'd say that's also a can't lose. It's a must win because there'll be a game and a half ahead of us with four weeks left. That's a must but win. But you, you cannot lose 
to the Commanders. The we, next time you play them, you can't lose. We must you win. Can't lose that game. We gotta win. We're out of the playoffs if we lose to the Commanders. Is it a must win or is it a can't lose? We're I in, would still say it's a can't lose. I'll tell you right now, we're in the playoffs if we beat the Commanders. We're out of the playoffs if we don't. So that's if, a must. If win. you tie, if we tie, then it's like <laughs> they'll they'll be ahead of us. Because by if you don't if you don't make the playoffs, they'll be ahead of us by division. If you record. lose and you're not in the playoffs, that means you cannot lose. No, but for for you for can't lose that for game. your scenario. If you tie again, you not only lose you lose ground to the commander specifically by division record, and you pr- you potentially lose ground to the Seahawks. Yeah. So it's it's two ties are basically a loss. One tie and a win is fine. Here's what that tie does. That tie, this this tie or for, the future tie. No, the tie right now forces the Seahawks to get another game ahead of us in order to to jump us because the Seahawks have the tiebreaker over us if we had the same record. So now that tie. Forces them to have to go like three and two in order to jump us, um, because obviously the the two remaining spots is between the Seahawks, Commanders, and Giants. And if the Seahawks go three and two, they'll be in. If they go two and three, that's a different story. But the Giants have to beat the Commanders because we'll be a game and a half. We get the head to head over them, plus um, plus we'll, we'll have a game uh, on top of them. So. The half game is the head-to-head game because there's only one game to terminate a head-to-head matchup. So if you if you don't win that game, if we don't win, you're out of the playoffs. I, I'm going to assume we're losing to the Eagles next week, though it's a divisional matchup and it's home, so maybe. But I don't think we're going to beat the Eagles. So we're both going to be seven five and one heading into Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones' worst enemy because he's zero nine in prime time. Mm-hmm. They had to put the game on. I, I thought they were going to put the game on Saturday, but they had to put it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're both seven five and one. If the Commanders win, they're eight five and one. We're seven six and one. Okay, we play the Vikings the next week at Minnesota. Ooh. Then we play Indianapolis and then we play Philadelphia. And the Cow, uh, not the Cowboys. The Commanders play Cleveland, San Francisco, which is now like a worse opponent because Brock Purdy's quarterback. And Dallas. What do you mean a worse opponent? He's worse than he's worse than Drew Garoppolo. It's Brock Purdy. Yeah, Brocktober. Exactly. He's Brock Purdy. He's Brocktober bad. in December. He's terrible. That defense is going to have to carry. He, he looked fantastic against the Dolphins. But if the Giants match the Commanders, it doesn't matter because I can't, I can't believe you don't like Brock Purdy. We have to leap him. We have to get two games on the Commanders in order to to beat the Commanders in the playoffs. All right. Yeah, I'd say it's a must win. I agree. It's That's a, a must win. Must win. And that two games is against the Vikings, you have to win the Colts, game. and the Eagles. Meaning we'd have to hope the Eagles rest their players. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. And win. then the Commanders can't win a game. You have to be the commander. So we have to be the commander. It's a must win. It's a must win. You've convinced me. Overall about the game, though, <laughs> the Giants uh, was no longer a can't lose. It's, it's a, a must, must win. win. The tie, though, the tie, that was so <laughs> frustrating. Uh, that was such a frustrating game. I'm not going to go into it because it's going to hurt to talk about it. I'll, I will give one positive, though. The pass rush, we finally, finally, for the first time in 13 weeks, had their full defensive line. Ojalari, Thibodeau, Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence. Thibodeau was... Ojalari helps Thibodeau out. Thibodeau had like two sacks yesterday or Sunday. Ojalari had a strip sack. Dex Lawrence had a sack. Finally, the pass rush is alive. And it's going to be a tough test against the best offensive line of football next week. But who? The Eagles. But um, if you watch the Eagles highlights, it is crazy how much time Jalen Hurts gets to throw. If yeah. mo- it also helps he's like a mobile quarterback. Huh? He can like dodge pass it's, rushers yeah. too. It's, it's crazy. Full package. Plus, he has A.J. Brown to throw, too. Yeah. And, and Devontae Smith. And Devontae Smith. And they have a good run game. And they have a good defense. So, they're a really good team. Um. So, yeah. Do they have a good coach? 
I thought not at first, but I guess like he fit <laughs> the system. He was maybe the maybe he was like the um, the backbone of that that Colts offense, like behind the scenes because he didn't call plays, right? Was the Colts offense ever that good? Well, he didn't call plays, so like he yeah. like, that's why everybody questioned the high. Like he's this guy that like he's just a guy that was on the offensive staff. He didn't call plays, but maybe he was the guy that like made the plays and did all the game planning. Or maybe it's just a, a thing, a nick of like, okay, he has a lot of talent. Like any coach can coach a team with an all-star roster, like the Eagles do right now. All right. It's cool. It's, do you, wait, I, it's I, cool I, to be on Sunday Night Football. I have a question Giants. about the game. Do you think Brian Dable is a worse coach when he has expectations? Because it seemed like at first there are no <laughs> expectations for the Giants. He's being super aggressive, trying to win games, was doing it well. And then now all of a sudden, everyone's expecting <laughs> Giants got to make the playoffs. And look at him. He was, you said it, it was like a Joe Judge game. No, I don't. Because okay. the Giants were supposed uh, supposed to be bad. Uh, it wasn't but he good. stopped being aggressive. This was the one game that he was very conservative, which I guess he trusted his defense. He also, I don't know. It was a fact you that think if, he, if this game was like in week three, you would have won. Probably because we would be healthier. If you take the exact team they played today, I think if we, I think if we, you played um I think, week three, I think if we had a just go- coaching changes, if Brian Dable coach like this was a week three game, I think we would barely win because I think I don't think they would score the last drive if we had a Dory Jackson on McLaurin and Xavier McKinney as a free safety. I think those two are really we're really missing them because now we have Nick McLeod as corner and we have but just just coaching wise, so like the same team that you played. On Sunday, mm-hmm. that was a team that's on the field with more aggressive, but coaching. it's just week three, so he's more aggressive. I think, <laughs> I think you win. I think we do win. Yeah, but th- it's not. The so is he a worse coach? Well, the call. The Are you call, Adam Ryan Dable? The call isn't Brian Dale right now. The call, which Mike everybody's Kafka. frustrating, is Kafka. Yeah, who you said was a fantastic hire, and I still believe he is a fantastic hire. The former Chiefs quarterback coach. I don't think he I'm can, glad we got rid of him. I don't think he can. Matt do Nagy mu- is doing so much more than he did. I don't think he can do much. We. I don't think he could do much with the um, the personnel he has. Uh, the interior offensive line is terrible, and the receivers are putrid. Darius Slayton, I don't know if you saw that that one catch he had a mate. A, a number one receiver makes that catch. We don't have a number one receiver. He dropped it. End of story. So do you blame Kafka? No, I don't. I don't. I think you don't think there's a, anything he could have done differently. I think in th- hindsight. I think that. That last drive was bad. I don't think we should have been that aggressive. I think we should have been more conservative that last drive. I think from watching, I feel like you got to give Saquon the ball more at the end of the game. Yeah, we should have. I think we should have gave him the ball more. I'm just happy with the direction the team's going in terms of, like, you're just happy to be in this position. No, I'm very happy. Playing meaningful games in December. Yeah. I mean – the Jets and the Giants are in sim- – well, not real. I think the Jets are actually way more far ahead of the rebuild than the Giants. If you went position by position with the Jets and Giants right now. Oh, we we um we I, own you guys. I in Jets have everything but quarterback. I think, I think quarterback – I think quarterback – I'm going to lean Giants just really? based on experience, but I think Mike White can be better eventually down the road. Running, ceiling. Running back, Giants. Some but, are saying Mike White's ceiling is Tom Brady. I'll say Giants for running back, but Brees Hall's I mean, – like the fact that we're even having that conversation stop, is crazy. Stop, though. stop. <laughs> I think running back Giants. Because I think Saqu- uh, Brees Hall's younger though, but Brees Hall has an injury. So uh, Saquon's had injuries. Bam so. Knight. 
Matt Breida. I take Bam Knight. I take Bam Knight. Bam Knight is way better. Ja- My- Michael Carter. I take Michael Carter okay, over Breida. Okay, the depth. The de- I take I take James Robinson the over Breida. The depth. Breda. The depth is better for the Jets, but the running back itself. Uh, Brees Hall is just as good as Saquon Barkley. <laughs> but Brees Hall has to deal with an injury his rookie year. That's tough to come back from. It's true, right? So yeah, Sa- even okay. But Sa- Saquon is is I, easily here, Saquon's easily a top five I, running I back. The, Brees Hall, I feel like people would say I have the purely based on talent is top ten. I have the so breakdown in my head. Giants got I running have back. Giants QB, Giants running back, Jets receiver. I have I have total unit Jets offensive lines better. I think the Giants have the the better the the most talented individual. I think Andrew Thomas is the best out of the ten. Mm-hmm. I think the Jets have the best Vera, offensive line. Vera Tucker's right there with Thomas. Vera Tucker's very good. But Thomas should be an all-pro. Vera Tucker was playing at an all-pro level before he got hurt. I think the Jets' D-line is a schmidge better, though. The Giants' defensive line is really good, too. Jets have a better linebacker and core. Jets have better corners. Uh, I think when the Giants' safeties are healthy, the Giants have better yeah, safeties. Yeah, our, our safeties aren't that good. So that's what I have. The Kicker, Jets. Greg DeLeg over Graham. Graham Gunnell can't even hit like a – he can Gunnell. barely hit a 50-yarder now. Graham Gunnell last year. He has no best, leg. Best oh, player on the Giants. Oh, that's a weird story. That's a, can't that, hit a 50-yarder. That's an interesting story that he clarified. <laughs> he would have – and that's what and the Giants offense screwed that up too. We were against the win, so Graham Gunnell was like, I can hit a 53, hit a 58, and, and he knew he was short right away. Giants needed five more yards, and freaking Dodo couldn't get it done. Is he still the best player on the Giants? <laughs> no. Wow. What about punter? It's probably second, Andrew Thomas. Second best? Wow. Who, who, who has the edge at punter? I love my punter, but I've seen the Jets punter, and like the, he gets the ball far. He When he's not hurt, he's good. I would say Ty. I don't really care about the punter. And then I I, <laughs> I guess kick returner goes to Barrios, probably. Kick returner, punter, punter goes to Jets. All right. Do you I, have, I have a question for both of you about the Giants and Jets. All right. Um, how concerned are you that Aaron Judge has been seen wearing a Bucks jersey, a Giants, a San Francisco Giants jersey, or, and a San Francisco 49ers jersey, but has not been seen wearing a Giants or Jets jersey? Uh, he was at the Bucks game, so obviously he's going to be wearing a Bucks jersey. And he is from San Francisco and went home for the holidays, and I'm pretty sure, was he at the game? Maybe. Uh, okay, I'll rephrase it. How it, concerned are you with the fact that he was at a 49ers game and a Bucks game but has not been to a Giants or Jets game? Did you see that? You saw the the photo of him with the 49ers jersey? Mm-hmm. That was not this year. That was Really? That was last year. Hmm. So, false false uh, fake news. <laughs> I, I had no idea. Fake news. Fake news. Nestor Cortez was at the game yesterday. I don't think he's leaving the team. Nestor? Yes. Was that what game? The Bucks game yesterday. Hmm. You don't think Nestor's leaving or Judge is leaving? I'm not going to speak on a judge fact. I don't know about judge. I'm less confident as the day goes on, but I don't know. I'm not speaking on that. But you're not confident. On a scale of one to three, how confident are you that Aaron Judge resigns with the New York Yankees? One point seven five. Wow. Last week it was wow. A two. That's. I think Cashman getting the job back helps. I. Don't see what the benefit of going to the Giants is, unless it's like money. Then you're money hungry. So, good switch. Wow, Aaron Judge. Wow, wow, wow. Go ahead, Jets. Want to do a white card read before the Jets? Yeah, the Jets talk is brought to you by Villanova's Holiday Village and Night Market, which will be held on Monday, December 12th, from 3 to 8 p.m. at the Oreo. Find out details on Merry Christmas Villanova by searching for Christmas at Villanova. On Villanova.edu. That's the shortest one on the the sheet. 
All right. In in the in the grand scheme of things, there's no moral victories in the in the NFL, but I feel pretty good about that loss. Going in, I was overly optimistic. I thought it was a great matchup. And you were very optimistic. I, I I don't know why. I I don't. I was shocked how, how I how no no matter what I did, I couldn't shake the optimism. I was like, we match up so well against them. The Viking. I think when Jefferson has under sixty or seventy yards, they're one and two on the year. Cousins struggles against zone D. They have no passing defense. So I was like, we we could do this. Turned up to be a loss, but I think there's a lot to look at positively. They fell down 20-3 to early. Mike White did not look good early. It seemed like Mike LaFleur, the offensive coordinator, was trying to be very cautious with him, and the receivers weren't getting any separation, which they've gotten separation all year for some reason against a bad secondary. They weren't getting any. But there just weren't – there wasn't much White could really do early, and the defense was bad in the first half. But the fact that you can fall down 20-3 to and make it a 27-22 game where you, you're on the one-yard line on third and goal and then come back down to the, around the 20-yard line with still like 20 seconds to go, I mean, the offense was really resilient at the end of the day. I mean, just talking about the defense quickly, uh, in the – in the first half, I think Dalvin Cook had 60 rushing yards and a touchdown. And then after, in the second half, he only had like 20 rushing yards. Jefferson finished the day with 45 receiving yards. Cousins only had 170 passing yards. So you look at the stats, you say they played really well all game. They were just dominant in the second half. Quinn and Williams went to work. Sauce and DJ Reed did a great job on Jefferson. First half was not good. So I think Sauce had two DPIs early. But, I mean, there's not – Jefferson's the best receiver in the NFL, so there's not much you can do. But o- overall, I thought White look re- looked really poised in the pocket, and he made he made gutsy throws that you wouldn't think a fifth-round player who was on the practice squad at the start of the year, who's only started four games before, would be able to make. I mean, he's in Minnesota, very hostile territory. They have great fans. And he hits a fourth and ten to Corey Davis, a tough throw across the middle uh, to Garrett Wilson. Um, there was there was he had a nice throw to Conklin that fell incomplete. He 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 looked really gutsy. And you look at his stat sheet, he had three three sixty nine around. I think he had yeah three sixty nine, three sixty nine. No touchdowns, two picks. The first pick the Flacco stat line. Yeah, fir- first pick was not the <laughs> best the read. All fifty seven times. Yeah, the first pick wasn't the best read, but I thought the corner, it was in real time. It was fine in slow mo. It looked like he made contact early, but it's whatever. The ball hits Davis in, in the chest while the defender's there. Bounces in the air. It's picked off. His second pick at the at the end of the game, it's fourth and ten. He's just trying to get the ball in the end zone. So you can't you can't blame him for those. The only worry was the red zone offense. Uh, I I thought I I think Mike Lafleur is so used to shielding his offense with a bad quarterback that he feels the need to run gimmick plays on like first and second down, whether it's the it's like a Braxton Berrios end around or a weird wacky screen. He needs to get those out of his system because now he now you have a good quarterback. Now he, he has a, he has a quarterback that can actually command the offense. I mean Garrett Wilson said after the game that I mean all. all 
it was it was crazy how all the players talked about Garrett Wilson after I mean talked about Mike White after the game because they were not saying this type of stuff about Wilson. I mean, I think any of these guys on this team would would jump in jump in front of a bullet for Mike White. Zach Wilson I mean, water boy now. Zach Wilson, he's like not yeah. He, I mean, <laughs> he he's not dressed, but I mean, like I the, the the energy from the team as soon as Mike White got back was key, and the fact that we came back from down twenty to three, lost twenty seven twenty two in Minnesota. They're what ten and two now, nine and two. I think yeah, they're good. They the Vikings well, they are a good games. team. They close games. You think Zach Wilson's ego? Secretly wants the Jets to win as like a team player, or wants the Jets to lose so he can um, get his job back. I, great question. That's a great, great question. question. I don't. Yeah. I, I I don't know what Zach Wilson's thinking. Um, yeah, he's thinking. Give no me the, give me off this team. But ASAP. what I'm what I'm starting to think is that you know they they made Flacco the backup at the start of the year. They like M- Mike White was beloved by fans in the few games that he played last year, even when he played terrible against the Bills. He he. He looked like decent over the summer, and but he is easily better than Flacco, and he's a lot better than Wilson right now. It's it just better throws, better reads. He gets the ball out quick. He's handling. He's not creating pressure by like running backwards and spinning around. He just looks a lot better, and the Jets must have known some of this because he went from the third string quarterback. They elevated him straight to the starter once they benched Wilson. So I'm, I I really want to know whether Douglas and Sala just, whether they thought that they weren't going to be this good this year. We're going to ride it out with Wilson. We know he might not be that good, but it doesn't matter because we're not going to be good. And as soon as they saw that they have a chance this year, they pulled Wilson and put white in because they knew he'd be better. But it's interesting because it it's almost as if they were shielding White from the fans and from starting because they almost knew that he was better. Like when Flacco played at the beginning of the year? Yeah, because Flacco threw for a lot of yards, but White just looks way better. I mean, just, just why, some of the – I guess I'm very quarterback-deprived, but <coughs> watching these throws, I mean, Mike, Mike White's he, – he looks like a real quarterback. He's he's making big time throws on third and ten, fourth and ten. Da- when he completed that fourth and ten ball to Corey Davis, I thought we were gonna win. Like it, it's just like a Jet quarterback usually doesn't make these throws. And just to talk about Garrett Wilson really quickly, he that guy's a total superstar. I mean, eight catches for 162 yards. He drew a pi that was easily over 20 yards in the red zone. Drew another what should have been penalty on third down in the red zone, and then. White just missed him for an 80-yard touchdown. He absolutely burned Patrick Peterson. And then uh, Bam Knight was awesome. I've been a big Bam Knight believer all year. He was on my sleeper watch list from the start, preseason legend. Twenty. I mean, in his first two NFL games, thirty basically 30 carries for 160 yards, eight catches for 62 yards, 100-plus yards in his first two games. He The last guy to do that was Philip Lindsay, two straight 100-plus yard uh, 100 plus scrimmage yards in his first two games, so although it was a loss and they fell to seven and five, there's a lot to be happy about. The only thing is that our schedule's very tough. Are you thinking playoffs? <coughs> I'm just I <laughs> I just want right now we're we're it, we're playing meaningful games in December. Do you think and that we're you we're, make we're, the we're playing meaningful games in December and we and I think that we potentially have found our franchise quarterback. 
So I'm, <laughs> so then yeah, I'm you're like a super. I'm I'm no, I'm not. I'm happy. We're in the playoff hunt. I'm thinking we can make the playoffs. We 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 definitely can. And interesting for the Bills game. The Bills they get Milano back, they get Poyer back, and I think Spencer Brown is going to play. And Von Miller's out for the Jets. You take away Wilson. You put in Corey Davis. You get George Fant back, which is big because their offensive line struggled in the Bills game. You get Bam Knight in, and you add you add Mike White and take away Wilson. So if our if our defense can play as well as they played in that game, we have a chance. I I feel like at this point the Jets have a chance to win every single game for the rest of the year, which is a feeling that Jets fans haven't had for a while. So while it's a tough schedule. You're you're thinking like it's it's gonna be tough to get to ten wins because I I'm just happy to be in the position to actually have a chance to make the playoffs. Meaningful games. We're getting Romo and Nance. We could get flexed into a Sunday night or a big game. It it's something that I haven't even thought about since 2015. Like usually at this point in the year, the Jets are so bad that. You either boycott watching during the Adam Gase here, or you just turn the red zone on because there's no point in watching. But the same old Jets, if they were down twenty to three to the Vikings in that game, they would have lost thirty-seven to ten, or maybe like thirty-seven thirteen. They kick a field goal at the end of the game. The fact that they came back in that game makes me feel really confident because you fought back against arguably the. You could argue that they're. I guess you can't because they lost to the Eagles. They're but probably, they're probably third or fourth. They're right there in the in the NFC. They lost to the Eagles and Cowboys. But other than that, they're they're right there. They're one of the best teams in the NFL. So that's all all you can ask for. I'll say it over and over again. I obviously you want to win, especially when you're at the one yard line. The ball is in Barrios's hand on third and, and fourth and goal from the one. You pass it. Not a fan, but if play calling is the is what I'm worried about. I'm in a good scenario because the Jets are actually good. Fun time to be a Jets fan. <laughs> yeah, you Jets have a lot of Pro Bowl players, right? Oh, uh, we could, yeah. Sauce. Chiefs have a lot of Pro Bowl players. Sauce I feel like is you know the answer to this, and I don't know the answer <laughs> to this, and I'm scared of where this is going. Giants have a lot of Pro Bowl players, the right? Pro Bowl players. Well, make sure you tune into the Pro Bowl this year, where it will be oh, a flag okay. football match. Between AFC coach well, Peyton Manning against how many, NFC coach Eli Manning. How many FedEx Air Player of the Weeks do, do the Giants have? Good Should've question. Had. Good question. Had. How many question. How many Pepsi Rookie of the Weeks do the Giants have? Another good question. Let, let's let's look at the Pepsi Rookie of the Week. I think every single time a Jet has been up for the award, he's won. Wow. Talk uh, about good fans. I don't think. I Have any Giants won Pepsi Rookie of the Week? Giants don't have like a receiver rookie that could win every week. We don't. Thibodeau's the only person, but he hasn't like. Oh. Tough, Bro- I know. Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy's up for rookie of the week. <laughs> Brock, Brock Purdy's gonna win. win. Yeah, he's gonna win. Brock Purdy's so he's good. not gonna he's so win. Good. He's so he's good. Win. He's not gonna win. He's gonna he, win. Uh, for the rest of the show, I'm just gonna vote for Garrett Wilson over and over. Oh again. my goodness! Every I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Every college player is gonna I'll vote. Every, I'll vote for Brock Purdy. Every over college again. Every college fan that doesn't watch the NFL is gonna vote for Brock Purdy when they see that award. Yeah, but it, we're talking or about the college fans that watch you NFL. College fans. If you're a college fan, you gotta know Brock Purdy. He's, in, he's so good. Uh, yeah. but it, I think he's going to win the Heisman. But the fact that we're even having the conversation about Mike White being a franchise quarterback <laughs> is absolutely crazy. I I cannot. I He he, gotta, he played a lot better than I thought he would the past two weeks. He and, But the thing is, if he starts the rest of the year, 
You'll honestly kind of know because like, he plays it's a like, lot of tough it's games. Like Geno Smith, it's like all right, give it a couple of games, give it a couple of games, and then like after like a couple of weeks, you're like, oh my god, he's actually good. And like right now, he's still good, Geno Smith. Remember that Are You Back segment, and we were gonna take Geno Smith week by week. <laughs> he's like he's been back for the whole year. It's we been good. Yeah. Segment again today. I mean, also looking <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm looking for from that like looking right, at Mike. I'll go. I can go. Looking at Mike White's matchups at the Bills. Their secondary is not the. They got Poyer back, but their secondary is not. I guess Trey White's back too. That'll be tough. Well, it's a big game, but then they're on the road. Yeah, then verse Lions, verse Jags at Seahawks. Terrible secondaries, and then at Dolphins. White should be able to keep the starting job the rest of the year. Salah keeps saying that the goal is to p- get Wilson back out on the field. Lions Jets is actually going to be very intriguing. That's, yeah, that's going to be. Tr- that's third, not a gimme win yet. Thursday night versus the Jags. Jaguars should be good. That's four four o'clock game. Hopefully the game of the week, the Geno Smith revenge game. Against oh the Jets at Seattle. Uh, I've been telling you, you got to beat that team. That's a big. That's a big game for us too, <laughs> Giants. Please beat that team. Yeah, but very. I. I feel like overall, all three of us have to be feeling pretty good about our teams, even though it was a loss. You still have Patrick Mahomes, and you still have Travis Kelsey. And you're nine and three. The Giants are playing competitive football in December, and it's the same thing for the Jets. Yeah, the Giants. Giants season will come down in two weeks for now, but we're we're in December. That's what all. And we have a Sunday night game. Yeah, Sunday Night Football. You know, you guys have had, I think, nine, tw- since 2012, nine, n- is it as many as nine? There's no way it's 19. S- no, it probably is 19 Sunday Night Football games. We've had zero. That's about, that's about nine. Wow. How many of the Chiefs? We probably had a lot. We probably had a lot prior to 2018, like, and they're like, we suck. We had one flexed in 2020, and we haven't had. So we've only had one <laughs> the last three years. So m- maybe it's nine, not 19. Yeah, probably nine. I think it's, it's def- nine. Definitely on 19. We probably average like one a year, and then 2018, it probably stopped giving it to us. Maybe like seven to nine. Um, we probably had two 2016. Um, yeah, NFL. All right. Quick, quick. Are they back? Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't prepare just in case. So the fact that you brought it up. What's your, uh, what's your Joe idea? Buck. Is Joe Buck back? There are fans speculating that he could return to Bally Sports Midwest and call Cardinals games because current Cardinals broadcaster Dan McLaughlin Don't got this. arrested for another DWI. And I'm it's his third one, and he should be fired. This is one you should answer. I don't know. Is, is Joe it? Buck back? As he a Cardinals fan. Something to, something to monitor. And then he's back. The, St. Louis is probably the only fan base that likes Joe Buck. I love Joe Buck. He's a good one. You don't love Joe Buck. And he's just a little boring. It's boring. T- is Tommy, is Tommy Canely back? I saw today that the Yankees resigned him. <laughs> so <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> He's back. He's back in the Yankees. Two years, like 11 mil. Uh, pretty, pretty Brian Cashman, fan. is he back? Four more years with the Yankees. He's back, yes. Thoughts? Comments? Concerns? Uh, you should look at my emoji that I tweeted. It was the straight face emoji. Like the straight, the straight, like, yeah. like no emotion. Like, uh-huh. I don't know if you're happy or sad. That's, that's what you are? That's pretty much what I am. I don't know what to feel. If he gets Aaron Judge. Didn't you want him gone? I did want him gone. Hal didn't want him gone, though. <laughs> if he doesn't get Aaron Jones. Well, or Aaron Judge. If he doesn't get Aaron Judge, then he can go screw himself. Fire him on the spot? No, because they just gave him a four-year contract. <laughs> We're going to lose a – well, our payroll still – our payroll, if Judge resigns, will probably like high 260s. Without, the, without Judge – the problem is the payroll doesn't impact much because his – contract this year is like 19 mil it's not like he, the 40 mil contract so it doesn't go down much if he leaves you're still at high 240 you're still at 240 
because we're paying everybody else. There's no way why he shouldn't come back. Yeah, I mean, they they will they will offer him upwards of the most money. The, if it, if he leaves, it'll be like how you saw the Padres offer Turner more money when he the, went to the Phillies. Is it the money or is it the the extra year? Is it that ninth year? It's gonna look bad. Like the last four years, three years are gonna look bad. But you gotta have him back. Oh, it's gonna look terrible because you already have a guy in Stan who's gonna be a DH the last. For the last four years of his Cole's contract. Cole's going to be old. Stan's going to be old. Josh's going to be old. Your championship window is three to four years for the Yankees. And that's with the young guys coming up eventually. Actually, Stan's, Stan's signed until, what, 2027? It was, what, 10 year in 2017? Yeah. Stan's contract's good, though. Stan's contract. Yeah, no, he's making only, like, I think 20 mil a year. Yeah, around, like, that's a bargain right now. But it's just... Once Harper's contract. Once fun. Judge loses that fielding ability, it's gonna be tough. Like you gotta hope Stanton can get on the field more this year. Yeah, you gotta get as much field as out of Judge as possible. All right, you wanna switch to college basketball? Um, I'll tell you as a yes. All right, we're gonna switch sure, to college yeah. basketball. Right, I'm, I'm counting how many times the Chiefs have been on Sunday Night Football since <laughs> 2012. You were, I was like one, even in the the the. The dirt, uh, the bad days, right? Well, 2013 <laughs> was when we started becoming good, so it's like yeah, Chiefs were good. You just need the quarterback, you know. Do we count Thursday night kickoffs on NBC? Maybe the, maybe the Jets are in the same predicament as the Chiefs. Uh, what do you say? Hmm. When the Chiefs played the Patriots week one of 2017 on Thursday night, oh, that, when it was Sunday night football because it was on NBC. Do we count that? That was the hunt game, right? Yeah. When he fumbled on on his first yeah. play and then. Dropped like forty fantasy points. They put Alex Smith on Thursday Night Football. They did a lot. Aww. Do we count it? You like that? Uh, sure. Games? Also, I I feel like Chiefs Chargers is a Thursday night game every year, or at least the past like three years. A lot of times it's on Thursday. Or oh, they did it Saturday night once. If you paired Alex Smith with uh, Brett Veach, wow, Patrick uh, Holmes was here. We had one, if, two. If Brett Veach was the GM for Alex Smith, you three. guys would win a Super Bowl. Hot take. <laughs> uh, if we had Alex Smith this year, we would not make the playoffs. Wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's not even a hot take. That's tough. That's Alex tough. Smith now or prime Alex Smith? Prime Alex Smith. Jim Harbaugh, prime Alex Smith uh, on the Chiefs. They're at least championship caliber team. How many did the Giants have? I don't know. Like Sunday night games? Yeah. Uh, let me. He said nine. I don't. I'll, uh, let me. I have the tweet somewhere. I'll find it. John's probably I John's probably like six or seven. Guess how many of the Chiefs have had? Twenty plus. You've had like three this year. You've had at least two to three every time Mahomes has been on your team. So twelve and then probably one ever since Alex Smith. Uh, so and he, then this year. You probably had like you probably had like eighteen total. More. Twenty one. Uh twenty two. Twenty two? Yeah, twenty two. You like Sunday Night Football? If, if you count the Thursday Night Kickoffs, otherwise it's twenty. You like the sun, you like Sunday Night Football? I mean, you guys clearly think of it as a much bigger deal than I do because the Chiefs have been on it twenty-two times since twenty twelve. I I honestly, it's just like yeah, it's a Sunday Night game. We get one or two of those every year. I'm not a big I'm not a big Sunday Night fan. Uh, it, it, even when oh, it, since twenty since the twenty twelve NFL season, Sunday Night Football appearances over that span, the Jets zero, the Giants nineteen. The Jets have our their record is sixty two and one eleven, and the Giants' record is sixty eight one zero four and one. Wow! Damn. So nineteen. You've only had three less times than the Chiefs. Well, Giants in New York, so even when we're the, Jets, the Jets are New York. The Jets <laughs> haven't played on Sunday night since twenty eleven. Jets. Are, I don't. Jeez. I don't want to say this is going to be controversial. 
What game was that in 2011? Jets brother. Wow. <laughs> Do you think so? He, he can't hear us if we whisper. <laughs> You 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 have a you have oh, a, I think he heard us. You have a bigger fan base, but Jets fans are Jets. Fa- I think Jets are, are fans Jets are fans better. like Mets fans. No, no, no. Mets fans <laughs> are way worse. I actually like Jets fans. Je- they're cool. Mets fans well, are, are, are. Are Jets fans like Islanders fans? We're their little brother. I don't know. Are Jets? What do you think? Um, no, you can't. Hear, if you can't hear us, <laughs> we whisper. Who's the well, Tabo, go, going to it was a rainy. It was a rainy, like a super rainy game against a terrible Bears team. The, the, it was a, it was a good it was crowd. A, it was a good crowd. The Jets have the, when the Jets show up, the Jets show up. Yeah, and then Jets Bills that that crowd was fantastic. Mets fans, Mets fans are very family oriented fans, but they they bicker. Now 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 they're now they're gonna ride their payroll like it's crazy. Oh, they're I, they're, they're, they're trying they're, they're trying to um, persuade themselves that the Verlander deal was a good deal. They're like, oh, I don't care. If we don't care about money, then it's a good deal. Because they're gonna have a three hundred million dollar payroll in there. They got a forty-year-old Justin Verlander. They're trying to. They're trying to persuade themselves that the Degrom leaving was good. I think the contract was bad, but you, come on, Degrom's a generational talent. Are Islander fans? Uh, are they um, toxic? That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, some people think, like Maple Leaf fans, think we are. I saw. I saw a. I saw a tweet on Twitter that said, according to twi- according to tweets that that someone has accumulated, out of all the thirty-two fan bases. The one team that has criticized about NFL officiating the most, and it's not even close, are Kansas City Chief fans. That's probably that's good. They are very anti us. Carl Sheffers, he's the word. He hates us. We were the ones who scared him. <laughs> it's because they always call their like ticky tacky roughing the passers against us. You don't need to scare the refs. That's mean. We do when they're well th- th- making the calls that they're making. There is a video of a ref crying at Arrowhead. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So maybe we're just more passionate. Uh, since 2010, the Jets have only had three more Sunday night football games than the St. Louis Rams. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause it, I, we had we had three during the two years we were good. Yeah. In 2010, you had three Sunday night football games. I think. I think. Or 2011. I think it was Jet, Jets Cowboys. Was that Sunday night? I think yeah, Jets Cowboys twenty eleven. Well, and, and then Jets we, Ravens twenty eleven, and then Jets Patriots twenty eleven. And I, then in twenty, I think we played the Bengals on Thanksgiving. I forget if it was twenty ten or twenty eleven. So that's like four big primetime games. Yeah. If you finish strong, the Jets will be on Sunday night next year. If you don't get flexed and you finish strong, the Jets Jets, will, Jets Dolphins could get the flexed Jets week they'll, eighteen. They'll, Jets Seahawks could get flexed. They'll though. put a Jets divisional game next year on Sunday night football. Like Jets. Jets Bills would be a good that that'd be a fun game to watch. Like the Giants, Jets Bills should have got the CBS protected the Jet Bills game for this week. Yeah, that's why it didn't get flexed because it got protected. CBS wanted to keep the rights to it. Yeah, you have Tony Romo at least. Yeah, they'll probably put John. Oh. They'll probably Is put Tony Giants. Romo good anymore. Tony Romo, it's hard, it's hard to. You hate to Tony, Tony Romo because he was a Cowboys quarterback. That's the only reason you don't like him. If you take away the Cowboys quarterback, I still hate Tony Romo. No, you don't. Do you believe that? <laughs> no, if you hate Tony Romo because he was on the Cowboys. All right. And you hate uh, I hate Joe Burrow because he's on the Bengals do you hate and beats Phil- the Chiefs. Do you yes. hate D.A. Phillip Rivers? Not really. Yeah, Chiefs Chiefs is not as, what about that guy Justin not, Herbert? Herbert is pretty bad. Good. I just hate Herbert because he's terrible and everyone thinks he's oh, amazing. Oh, right. He's, he's oh, not good. Oh, right. But like Joe Burrow, I hate because he's good and beats us. If Herbert's on the Giants, would you think he's bad? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. He's not good. No, you yes, wouldn't. I, no, absolutely, you wouldn't. I would no, you 100% wouldn't. think he's bad. 
I called out Joe Judge when like, I didn't think he was good, and everyone's like, you're just a hater of the Giants. I'm like, no, I'm, why would I hate the Giants? He's just not a good coach. I wasn't a good hire. And look at me now. Yeah, that was How good, do you like me now, yeah. Tapo? It's good. Thank you. That way, Brian David, we're in a much better position. Well, All right. He turned into Joe Judge last week. He did. That was bad. But he'll he's a type of coach that will, Brian, unlike Joe Judge. Jason, Brian Dable is a little overrated. He was very conservative, and that's why they tied. I think, he, I think the team's just really bad. I think – how are you hearing us? <laughs> I think he, he definitely – He um, definitely was conservative. Do you think people can hear us when we whisper? Yes. Oh, uh, also, did, uh, we have twelve listeners right now. Should we give him a number to text in? Did Did you see the Titans text top are firing? What's your number? Their GM. Uh, 973-123-4567. What the, did you say? After AJ Brown dominated the Titans, they just fired their GM. I saw that. Wh- which means that Vrabel won the power struggle there because Vrabel was mad about the trade. Probably, probably was about the AJ Brown was going to happen. AJ Brown trade probably. You don't trade your number one receiver got, away. It's got to be because they. I wonder what other team has traded a number one receiver away. But unlike yeah, the Titans, have looked really good. We're celebrating our GM. That's that says right. something. That's uh, the Titans fired their GM even though they're winning. That's right. Because of the terrible trade of trading Who away traded number one receiver away. The Vikings did. Ours. That's right. The Vikings traded them one receiver away. And they, is their GM still there? Well, they, they well they they <laughs> well, traded the well the so Vikings big. traded Diggs for Jefferson like was, straight up. That's a win win, yeah. and you can get this like we Jefferson. traded Tyreek for Sky Moore, and yeah. other players and Trent McDuffie <laughs> and Carlop. Yeah. Well, I, I saw I saw Trent McDuffie. McDuffie. I saw McDuffie, I saw yeah. Trent McDuffie played pretty well yesterday. No, he didn't. That's, oh, Carlop. That's what that's what some random guy on Twitter said. I heard he played well. Carlop. People people are trying to convince themselves that McDuffie and Moore are good because we gave up Tyreek Hill for them. I heard Nick Bolton had a good game. From who? I heard Willie Gay had a good game. Jalen Watson had a good game. Jay Snead had a good game. Chris Jones Jaylen had a good Watson. game. Jalen Watson, yeah. Jaylen. A wide receiver? Yeah, I heard he had a good game. Number 84? I just I'm know Jalen sure, I, I, just, I, just, I just know Jalen Watson because he, he he's used to fine. be on my uh, Madden Mobile team. Oh. And I, I upgraded. Yeah, speaking of Madden Mobile, he played the entire Chiefs game. Who, me? Yeah. Oh, no, you don't play Madden Mobile. I was sure. working during it. I was trying to watch the Chiefs game, mm. but... All right, we love well, the NFL so much that we you're listening we, to scoop and score on yeah, WXVU 89.1 The Roar. <laughs> we were going to talk about college basketball <laughs> ten minutes ago. We switched back to NFL. Now we're officially talking about college basketball. Yeah. Saturday, fun game, fun tailgate in the rain though. Do you know that Jimmy Graham played college basketball? I did know that. Yes. And then he also played in the NFL. I did. He, who was that one <laughs> Bailey player that played? Do you remember that? Uh, what's his name? When? Back back. Remember Bailey got upset by Yale, and that guy went to go to the NFL as well. That was a long time ago. That was. I, that just that just got stuck in my head. I don't know why. Was he good in the NFL? I don't think. Probably not. Oh. All right. Anyway, Giants. Good in the NFL. Not Giants. I'm thinking of football. I got to switch to Villanova. Villanova. Uh, highlight of the game, obviously. Besides the win, that was a much needed win. Uh, Cam Whitmore's debut. Thoughts, reactions. Uh, uh, he. It was great to see the energy from the crowd, and you could tell the team lifted up after that moment. Whitmore might not have. He was rusty. Like he, he was a little rusty, but the way he can drive to the hoop in that little that step back three, those are th- those are moves that not many other people can make. So. He's so athletic. The athleticism, the steal. I think he had three steals. He did have turnovers, but he hasn't played basketball in like two months. Uh, the three was nice. Step back three. Uh, I watched the I watched the highlights of the game, and every single time I saw Kate Whitmore on the floor, he was like, th- when he, and he didn't have the ball, he was like this. He's like, give me That's the like ball. That's like Housen too. I think for I, for everyone listening, because there's no camera in here, I Top think, was holding out his hands. Like, I, th- <laughs> he's I trying think, to catch the ball. I think when Kate Whitmore was on the floor, I think 
the it's gonna he's gonna be like get out of my way give me the ball let me score I think he's gonna want the ball a lot like Justin Moore you know like in 2K Jason where like you used to lose uh, 2K's an NBA basketball video you used, game you used to lose um, you used to lose your teammate grade because you spam the A button to get the ball that's pretty much what Cam's gonna do give me the ball give me the ball give me the ball give me the ball yeah no but he's a good teammate he just like I thought he played well. He just looked very raw. Oh, he was like he didn't know rusty. where to pass at sometimes. He was rusty. He had a couple turnovers. Yeah, he like, but like when he was trying to score, he could score. And like, there's so much talent. And there. he didn't play a lot in the second half. I don't think that was because of the turnovers. I think there was a hard minutes restriction. Really? I think he was gonna play. Tw- I think he played twenty minutes. I think flat. I think it was because of the turnovers. I think he played twenty minutes flat. I think they would give him no more than twenty. I don't minutes. think they trusted him at the end of the game. No, it was a close game. I don't think they were gonna play him with like five minutes left. But like he didn't. He like we didn't see him for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, left maybe maybe that's true. So he had like a hard but twenty he, minute he flat didn't, line. He didn't play great. No, he didn't play great. Like he especially didn't in the second half. More minutes. That's for sure. No, but he hopefully will play a lot against Penn tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see if he starts or maybe just comes off the bench as a sixth man right now. Um, well, Armstrong started. Armstrong looked pretty good today. Armstrong or, got the start over Longino. Yeah, good switch up. Longino still played the minutes yeah. that he plays. Armstrong got 10. What's the box score? Uh, MVP of the game, though, was Caleb Daniels by far. I think he was 8 for 10. Yeah, um, I mean, if he – it just – Arch he, played well. Arch played Daniel, really well. The, the only thing well. is Daniels has been a little streaky for this him, year, but if he, if he shoots consistently well, which he – He's done in the past. I mean, he he can put up seventeen plus points a game easily. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he had uh twenty. F- nope, that's minutes. Twenty two, thirty seven minutes. Twenty two. He was good. Caleb. Caleb, yeah. Um, Arch, obviously he's not gonna score a lot of points, but he did make some good some clutch threes. He was and yeah. he had some clutch defensive uh plays towards the end. Big time offensive re- uh, defensive <laughs> rebounds. He was actually pretty good in that game. We'll take it game by I'll, game with him. I'll give it to him. But everyone played well. Everyone showed that there's they have talent. We beat a tough Oklahoma team. We tied we tied the Big East Big Twelve Challenge, right? Five five? Yep. Yeah. I think every home team won. So yeah. good for us. We did it. We did it for the Big East. Yeah, so like we every really no- needed that win. Every Noah fan's like, what's the path now? Like how do we become a tournament team? Uh, it's, so, it's so early. We control our own destiny. It's so early. Yeah. Well, this is a must. We have to go 3-0 in the next three games. <laughs> you got to be Penn. Are they must wins or they can't lose? I mean. I it, think I think Penn's a can't lose game. You can't lose to Penn. Sure. You cannot lose to Penn. And you cannot lose to Boston College. Yeah, and you cannot lose to St. They're all can't lose. None of them are must wins. Sure. They can't lose. Yes, I agree. What's your take? <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I'm digging it. More and more, but very slowly, very slowly. Did uh, I'm getting did, it. I get it. I get it. I don't love like, it. Wait, you, I don't love it, but I get it. You uh, get what can't lose and must win. I is. get it. I guess. I get it. Now yeah. that Giants tied, I get it now. <laughs> did Did you guys like the shorter bench against Oklahoma? In the in the second mm. half, yes. But but it worked. But so we yeah. but we were down eleven, so I don't think like if we were like in the game, I think he would have brought out more. Like pre- but we were down early again. Like the first ten minutes, we're like, oh, "Here we go again." We were down eleven, and then yeah. Whitmore came in, provided a little spark. Like TCU, hmm? like TCU in college football. Yeah, but TCU was as is twelve and one, and we're yeah. three and five because they <laughs> complete the comebacks, except for against K State. So yeah, um, let me just check our schedule quickly. Villanova, Penn, and then yeah, Penn, BC, BC neutral. We, that and should be like Saint a home Joe's. game. 
And then Big East play starts. St. Yeah. John's. That's St. A, John's and at UConn. Two two tough games. That's a good first game to open with. And it's home. Oh, thank gosh. We got is it, it at the Finn? It's at the Finn. St. John's at no, uh, Nova. And then, yeah, Nova at UConn. Mm. And like in every in, in every advanced statistic, ranking, analytic, whatever you call it, UConn's like in the top five in like well, everything. Well, uh, Sonogu's scary. He's a player. Yeah. I think that – I. I have a gut feeling Moro won't be ready for that game, but if we keep it close without Justin Moore at UConn, I'll be very confident. What did your gut say about Whitmore's injury? Whitmore's injury? Moore's injury. Whitmore's. Back in, like, when we first heard about this, beginning of November, what did your gut tell you? Like when he was going to debut? Yeah. I thought he was going to debut either this game or PK-85. I think I Which one did your gut tell you? My gut told me? Yeah. In, in October, my gut told me PK85. When the season started, my gut told me Oklahoma. I'm like, all right. So your your gut's pretty accurate. I'm like, your gut got the Whitmore one right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I guess I'm, I guess I'm gutty. Right, so when Justin it, Moore's not playing against UConn. It's like it's a thing. It's like in November. It's like he said January. It's like okay, maybe he'll play during UConn. But as the season goes on, yeah. we well, Fant- Fanta was the one who said Utah. Yeah, and you, well, he said it himself to Fanta. Justin oh, Moore. really? Oh. Yeah. So as the season goes on, we haven't heard anything. I think a good debut for Moore is like St. John's would be a good. Well, debut. a good debut is Georgetown. Get him off the bench and then let, let's get on him MLK Day. No, no, at Georgetown. Uh, when's that? January fourth, and then let's get him rolling uh, January seventh against Xavier. We yeah, have or we, a good debut would be St. John's, and then well, we have our yeah, of course, you get rolling against UConn. Of course, I know. I'm just glad that the the home game, the home game against UConn, I think is more important than the road game against UConn. Hundred percent. The home game is a must win. Yeah, the road game, you don't have to win that the game. The road game is not either a must win or a can't lose. Yeah, you don't have to win I, that game. I just it, it'd, it'd just, be nice. We're, it'd be really nice. To win that game. Our season will boil down to the end where it's at Providence, at Xavier versus Creighton, at Seton Hall versus UConn. Yeah. That like you have. The tough road game at Xavier, Providence and Seton Hall are going to be feisty, and then you face Creighton and UConn at home, but both teams should still be ranked by then. Yeah. They're very good teams. If you go 3-0 and and you're 6-5 and and then you start conference play, I think Villanova needs at least 12 wins, which is doable. I think 12 if you— 12 Big East wins. 12 Big East wins. You're 12-8, and meaning 6-5 plus 12-8, and you are— you have you're you're eighteen and thirteen in the tournament, heading into biggest tournament play. We're also a very like we have players that are experienced that went to a Final Four. We could make a run in the Big East tournament. Well, the committee, even if we're not good enough to like make the tournament on our own, we it, could win the Big East. If we're eighteen and thirteen and we're hot heading at, at the end of the year, I think the committee's like, well, they're hot ending if the year. If we're hot, that means we beat all the good teams. Well, yeah, we're hot ending the year. And this is this is our team right now, healthy with everybody because they consider that like we don't they know that we don't have Cam or Justin. Um, we're one to know with Cam, and we want to know with Cam. And look, Cam put up what seven? Like, what is he going to average this year? Twelve, thirteen. How many of those points would have impacted the the end results of the Temple game, a of lot. the Michigan State game? A lot, a lot. Yeah. So or the Iowa like, State game. Worst case or best or worst case, we get what two extra wins with Cam Whitmore. It's a complete. We're having a completely different conversation, right? We're we're five and three, maybe four and four. Worst case, instead of three and five or two and five. So just adding Kim Whitmore adds a completely different layer, 
and then, um, then Justin Moore is our best player in terms of being at Nova the longest. Cam's the most talented. But when you get those two back, I think we'll be okay. I mean, j- just having guys that played consistent minutes when they were healthy last year in the tournament and more, even even Longino is playing, more Longino, Slater, Daniels, that's going to be key. Yeah. You're, th- those guys, will you know they'll be ready to play in the tournament. Whitmore will definitely be ready as a five-star crew. The way he looked in that game, it just depends on, like, will Armstrong be ready by then? Will Housen – Housen will still just be a sharpshooter. Yeah. And then, I'm, oh, I'm, and then and then I I like to see Brizzy play tomorrow. That'd be nice. I, I I didn't even say Dixon. He's he he Dixon. was very good in the tournament Dixon last year, fantastic. and he's only gotten better this year. So you, we have now we once Morris back, we have all the players. Yeah, it's just it's just about can Neptune kind of hold it together, exactly. which so far this year I think he's done pretty well. Yeah, you can look at the past. I mean, we've had some not the best games and not the best finish results, and that Michigan State loss is a little worse now because they're actually losing to. Northwestern, but I think you just gotta look forward. We have a path. Everybody's st- it's a completely different conversation now with Cam and the win. Like we got Cam back, we got the win. Oklahoma's gonna be a solid team. It's a, it's a much it's a much better win than what North Carolina's putting up right now. North Carolina, so, yeah, yeah. So like the well, Crane has f- <laughs> Crane falling apart. Hopefully, Crane gets her act together because I would have liked a top fifteen Crane win. I think they'll eventually be top fifteen, but UConn's a top five team right now by AP ranking and by metrics. So that's the last game of the season for Villanova. I expect that to be sold out almost at Wells Fargo because I expect UConn fans to travel. That game, March 4th, 7.30, night game at primetime Wells Fargo. That game is going to be very, very fun. And hopefully we're having a very different conversation in March that we're a tournament team and this team's (laughs) looking good with everybody healthy. Yeah. Did you see what Alan Ray said on Twitter? My phone's dead. About it was a while, it was a while ago. About <laughs> oh. it's it's two it's two o'clock in the I, afternoon. I don't. I, I'll tell you after the show. But like my phone just. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. I've been up for what five hours at twelve. Oh, yeah. and oh how'd your Tesco? Pretty well, pretty well. Uh, he was definitely playing Madden. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you right now. I've never used my calculator more in my life than I did Tesco. Wow, did your calculator die? No, my calculator right, not died. <laughs> I can't believe your phone's dead. Yeah, say Alan Ray. Uh, and then we're Alan to Ray football. was on the uh, junior on the 2004-2005 basketball team for Villanova. Uh-huh. Kyle Lowry's freshman yeah. year. Mm-hmm. He said that yep. when Kyle Lowry yeah. started popping uh-huh. off, yeah. he felt a spark. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm agreeing with you guys. He felt a spark. Yeah. Wow. Like light up the team with Kyle Lowry as like really good freshman yeah. coming in. Uh, and they end up like going to the Sweet 16 that year. Uh-huh. He said that that's what it looks like with Cam Whitmore with this team, where it's a really good young freshman, sparked the team. Like uh, without Whitmore, we probably don't beat Oklahoma. No, we it don't. Doesn't, it doesn't. It felt like it was a different team out there. We don't. I know it, it, Cam seven, Whitmore but... could be what takes us all the way. And if we're if we're in the East, Sweet 16, Elite Eight, or at MSG. Well, the difference between that team too is that we got the freshman, and then we're still missing our best player with Moore. So we still can get added pieces as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like we could, if we're like a if we're like a six seed, in the East, and the Big East, no, in the like East oh. of the East region of March Madness. If we're a six seed, we have to go like fourteen and six. I think. What do you think we're going to be? Seven seed. I think we could be seven a, seed. Would be tough because we have to be a two seed. I think we'd be a very very dangerous eight or nine seed. I think that's our ceiling. So it's a face of one seed. I think we could beat a one seed if UConn. If UConn the, the t- in Lenardi's is... in Lenardi's bracket right now, UConn's a one seed. Yeah, okay, it's it's December, and it's Lenardi. 
Okay, so what? These one seeds are gonna be really dominant. You said that no one. You said you said last week, and you've been saying that like it's a wide open season. It is a wide open season. But last, I think I think we last, beat any one seed if we face them in the Sweet Sixteen. Last year in a tournament. Week. Last year in a tournament, Crane took it to Kansas, right? Memphis almost upset Gonzaga. Yeah. North Carolina upset yeah. Baylor, and TCU took it to overtime against Arizona. Yeah. So all the we one can't, seeds were we in can beat a one seed. I think. If we can get to the Sweets, if we're playing in the East region, we can beat anybody in the country Crane, at MSG. Crane was 19 and 12 There's last no year. one I'm scared of facing at Madison Square Garden. Crane was 19 and 12, and they were a 9 seed, and Marquette had the same record. I think they had a, one more win, and they were a five a, a 19 in a tournament as well. So that's probably our range, <laughs> 7 to 9 seed right now. We're going to be a scary 9 seed. We'll be a really scary 9 seed. Hopefully like, we can get like a Wichita State. Yeah, we'll see. It's it's like it's one of it's, those one seeds. It's unique being in this position, but so you know what? It's, it's I would love to face you. It's sort of fun. I'd love I, I to feel face like this Houston. team is like if this team gets to the tournament, it's like a nineteen. It's like we have no pressure. I feel like I, yeah, like like North Carolina last year. Yeah, like they had no pressure. That's, this, this this season they is no just pressure. like North Carolina's last they year. Had no pressure. So if we're gonna end it on top. We're not gonna blow that lead. <laughs> anyway, it Bye. is two twenty here in Philadelphia on the main line. You're listening to Scoop and Score on WXVU eighty nine one. The Roar, college football. The, the Villanova Voices and Villanova okay. Singers Christmas okay. concert is happening next Saturday at 2 p.m. Yeah, wow, everybody go. Come yeah, you could go to the concert and then go to the Army-Navy game uh, at the Topper Theater. The Navy, wow, the, the Topper Theater. That's like your uh, the show, MLB The Show. That is my favorite player. Your right. name is Matt Topper. The That's Topper right. Theater inside That's of the right. Mullen Center. Once every four <laughs> years, just like the World <laughs> Cup, Villanova's my video game. choral program pulls out all the stops to present the Christmas portions of uh, Handel's Messiah, culminating with the iconic Hallelujah Chorus. Tickets are $10 for adults, $5 for Villanova students, and can be purchased at the Mullen Box Office. Mullen Center Box Office. That's the Villanova Voices and Villanova Singers Christmas Concert next Saturday at 2 p.m. at the Topper Theater. We've got nine minutes left in the show. College football. Quick college football. The playoff rankings came out. Georgia, number one. Michigan, number two. TCU, number three. Ohio State, number four. No real surprises. That's what everyone kind of expected. It was good. There was some push from people like Tapo to put Alabama in the playoff. <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh, well, just th- that was the second week in a row where I was watching I was watching the game. And after USC takes the 17-7 lead, I'm thinking, there is no way that Utah wins this game. Caleb Williams is playing well. Like they and Utah just dominated every aspect of the game. It's Williams got hurt, but Utah's yeah. USC's defense was not ready for that. They need to invest all of the recruiting on defense because their guys could not tackle. It they could not cover. It was it was, it was just te- pure was and utter domination by Utah. It was terrible. Which is the same thing with with Michigan. Michigan was just dominating at the line of scrimmage, and both thi- both teams. It was like. Oh, USC scores late to make it a one-score game. Ohio State scores late to make it a one-score game. And they have a huge rush. Like, a hole opens up on the line. You have, like, a broken tackle, or the guy just goes off. And the and the game the game was over after that one play. They Yeah, their defense is not college football playoff worthy. Yeah. And, and that – Credit Williams. He battled with a hamstring. I thought it was a knee. It was a hamstring. That's even worse in terms of – Yeah. Like oh, he was – he was str- – it, 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 it reminded me of when Aaron Rodgers hurt, I think, his ankle in the Seahawks-Packer playoff game. In 20, yeah, yeah, that, 20, that 2015, 2014, where he was hot, he like was hobbling for first downs, trying to carry the team. Same vibes, but overall, good playoff. I thought I think it's a good playoff. I was worried that Ohio State was going to jump TCU. I did not want to see that rematch. Um, yeah, I'm, I think they got it right. They got it right, which is rare. They normally don't, but yeah, 
The, down the line, that's when you get to the like what in the world are they thinking parts. But the top four, they got right. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think it's gonna be good games actually. Bowl Wa- seasons here. Watch out for Ohio State. Reminds me, you know how like Bama was a four seed and like Ohio State was a four seed. Yeah, like they get a, give a really yeah, good team Bama, extra time. Bama lost to other rival Auburn, <laughs> so they didn't end up even going to the SEC championship game, but still got in. Yeah, just keep, like Ohio State. What does that do? Rival Michigan. That's an extra week. That's an extra week of rest. That's an extra week of preparation. Yeah, but I think Georgia still wins. Oh. Did you say your Georgia over Ohio State's going to be your most confident pick? No. Yes. Your Lockheed Martin Bowl. Oh, my Lockheed Martin Bowl. That's right. <laughs> for people who don't know, Topo's going to be working at Lockheed Martin once I, he graduates, and they're sponsoring a bowl. I dropped it a little bit. I actually, I actually was working on it. That's that. I had to do that because my phone died, so I was doing it in class today. Uh, Wait, what? I was doing the college football thing because your phone died. Well, I, I, I wasn't. I can't play Madden Mobile. <laughs> you can't my play phone Madden dies. Mobile in class, so you have to just <laughs> pick tough. bowl games. Yeah. You know, the class that four fifths of the class disappears in. I stay. I listen. Well, do you want to talk you, about you the? S- you listen by. They they should add another award, in the college football world for just like the best offensive player because the Heisman is just the three quarterbacks on the three best teams. Yeah. I mean, like Caleb Williams and Caleb Max Duggan both were. Those two were like both the, deserve it more than Stet- any non. Stetson Bennett. There's no way Stetson Bennett being Corum, ridiculous. Cor- Corum deserves it more than him. Yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. deserves it more than Hennon him. Hennon Hooker deserves it. Hooker more deserves than him. it more. That's like it's not like, even like it's like they're just putting quarterbacks you, in. Like Hennon Hooker was the better quarterback yeah. than Stetson Bennett. Yeah, he still didn't get it. H- Hooker was the only reason Tennessee was even in the yeah. playoff picture you can't at all the whole year. You can't get rid of Stetson. He's gonna win. If you put Stetson Bennett on Tennessee, even like what's their record? Undefeated. All right. Even like Bijan Robinson. Probably deserves it more than Stetson Bennett. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it should have been Hooker, Corum, Stroud. <laughs> Some people might say Bo Nix deserves Williams. it more than Stetson Bennett. I would have put. And then the fifth would have been Duggan. I'd have put Williams, Duggan. You think Duggan doesn't even deserve to go to New no, York? He 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 should. He 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 should. Uh, he he should. I think. Why? Well, Stroud because Stroud's good. I think what? Duggan. I think no, Duggan the, was good. The only well, young, good. young, young. If well, you just well, hate Str- the Big Twelve, no, Str- Str- Stroud's below both Young Caleb and Williams Hooker. is going to win it, but it should be Caleb Williams one, Max Duggan two, probably Blake Corum three, probably Corum. Marvin Harrison Jr. four. If you're going to put, if you're going to nominate Ohio State player, it has to be Marvin Harrison well, Jr. Well, Caleb, Caleb's going to win. I'm intrigued to see if Duggan or Stroud comes in second. I'm intrigued to see that. The voters for- Stroud shouldn't even be nominated. Marvin Harrison was the best player on Ohio State. That's what's ridiculous. They may give it a strap, but Duggan has good running stats, right? Does he? So Williams should win it. Also, just it's not, just it's not really it's not really a good year for the Heisman. I don't think there was like a really like that's true, all that's true true front. But also because Blake Corum did get hurt, like Bryce Young, like Hennon Hooker got hurt. One deserved it last year. Did he? I mean, just uh, like so, well, one guy getting Devonta hurt Smith like two weeks before the ago. end of the year huh? should have affected his. Deserved it three years ago. Yeah, he did. Sorry. Okay. Well, I mean, a guy getting hurt like two weeks before the end of the year, that shouldn't take him out of the Heisman running. No, it shouldn't. But, like, and play Corum. Like, he could well, it, was, it was Corum a combination Hooker. of Hooker getting hurt and, then look, and, and getting blown out blown by out South in Carolina. That game. But, but, like, Corum, I, I, I guess for Corum it was that the backup running back yeah. has done just as yeah, good. That's, that's tough for him. Michigan State to the line is really good. But, like, yeah. ha- but like good. Harrison Jr. is by far the best – yeah, you, you you could say he's the most he's the most talented player in college football behind Caleb Williams. Yeah, maybe even ahead of Caleb. I Williams. mean, ju- just he's still a little yeah. raw. Like who, Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, but he's like that whole offense. Next year, next year he sh- could be. He should win the Heisman next year. I think if Najigba was healthy, I think 
Stroud's going to the draft, it right? Would help him. Yeah. Who's their quarterback going to be? Next year? Yeah. Ohio State. Probably a five star on that bench. Probably yeah, some probably random five star guy. Yeah. Maybe he'll transfer. Someone will though. transfer. Probably Ewers back to, you know, because Archman yeah. is taking his job. Maybe Harrison Jr. transfers to USC. Who? I mean, um, uh, Harrison transfers to USC with uh, like Riley? with Caleb Williams. Yeah, hmm. yeah Caleb Williams is hmm. back. They should. You think they should um, move up the draft eligibility to be a, so- a sophomore instead of a junior? So like Caleb Williams no. and Marvin Harrison should get in the draft this I, year. Are they, re- are they ready to? Caleb Williams would be the number one pick if, if this year. Yeah. But I mean, it still would be that like they need a year in the NFL to even like. You would have so many more busts if you made it yeah. after sophomore year yeah. because guys just simply wouldn't be ready. Like I, Marvin Harrison Jr., I don't know if he's ready. You would he's t- a route t- runner. Teams teams would draft quarterbacks and make them sit a year like all the time if that happened. It's good to have that, but like chase that out. It's it's like it's the case for like two or three guys, and there'd be so many more that would. Was Marvin Harrison a five star? I think so. Was he? He has a name brand. He has a yeah. name recognition. Alrighty. Good show. Thanks, Good everyone, recap. for listening. Uh, to Scoop and Score on WXVU 89.1, The Roar. It's been a pleasure being here, as always. Listen to us. We're doing a show next week, right? Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll be yeah. here next week. Next week's reading day. 1 o'clock. Oh, yeah, perfect. Oh, yeah, we got nothing going No classes. On. The only thing, that's, maybe, that's like, our last maybe show. some Madden Mobile. That but, might be our last oh, show. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, last show. Next last week, show. tune in. Go Cats. Go Cats. Go Cats. Shooting star and all the years.